0: You are listening to the Inspiring Your Shine podcast, where you will be empowered with the truth to live authentically, abundantly, and on purpose, taking you and your business from surviving to thriving by helping you be authentically you. Hello, welcome to Inspiring Your Shine. This is Rebecca. I'm here again with Corey, and today we're going to be talking about simplifying and why less is more. And You may have heard things about this topic before, but I feel like we're going to have a unique perspective on this, and I'm very excited to talk about this because we were kind of chit-chatting and talking about how so many of us try to put more and more and more into our life because we are trying to fulfill something with things, whether it be more food... More fun, more shopping is something that both Corey and I said we have in common that we've tried to fill up with. And at the end of the day, it's whatever we're trying to put in more of is is not really what's going to satisfy us. We're looking for joy and it's not going to be found in things. So, maybe you guys struggle with that as well. And so, I would love for us to just start this off. And, Corey, what do you think about why it's so important for us to be intentional about simplifying our lives? Why that's going to make such a difference?
1: You know, I was thinking a lot about this today, you know, in preparation for this. And I think the biggest thing is I don't want my life to be consumed with taking care of things. Mm. So, things in the house, things in the garage things at work. I mean, sometimes I check in with myself and I'm like, am I just moving things around? Is that my life? Like, okay. Like you take the Christmas decorations down and you got to shift them all back to the garage and then you bring in all the other stuff that was there in where the Christmas stuff used to be, or you clean out your kid's closet and you move it all to the living room, but you're supposed to be taking it to Goodwill. And then you're like, I'll just put it in the garage. And then you wonder why the garage is closed. So it's like, yeah. you're just shifting things around. And oh, by the way, this whole time you're shopping, you're yeah, buying, new, buying more, <laughs> you're buying new things. And when they come in the house, you're just like, where does all this stuff come from? And you're like, I think I might be the problem. You yeah. Know? You are the person doing this. And I'm not a minimalist, but I've really worked towards that in a way because I realized that I didn't want to clean. First of all, I don't want to dust all this stuff and I don't want to have to maintain it all. So everything that you own, you have to maintain. And I don't want to spend my life maintaining things. I want to do things.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And so, I mean, obviously less clutter. And so if we have less clutter, like, you've already hit on it a little bit, but what do you think less clutter gives you? What, what do we get? That's the benefit time, Uh,
1: (laughs) time, space, a good energy flow. I mean, things, everything is energy, everything. And I mean, that's the concept of feng shui. Everything is energy. So when you have a bunch of mess everywhere, Mm -hmm. it affects your energy. It affects how you feel. Yeah. Especially at home. Oh my goodness. I mean, you need to feel peaceful at home. You need to feel relaxed at home. Having too much stuff around takes that away from you. It steals your peace. It does. Your time also. So the less you have and the easier it is to maintain, The more focus you're going to have for your family, the more time you're going to have for doing the things that you really want to do that you love. Yeah, definitely, it is so true about the stuff around us and how it's impacting
0: us. I was sharing a story with Corey about I just started. We cleaned our kitchen fully on Sunday, and we had people coming over and so we got every dish done and the counters clean and it looks it looks beautiful. Something's okay, <laughs> good for that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a great excuse to get your house all cleaned up. When you walk into my house, the kitchen is one of the first things that you see and I always struggle to keep up on the dishes where there's still always at least half a load if not a load ready to go in. I just can't ever seem to catch up on it and who wants to hand wash dishes, right? So right. It was just like this huge problem for me my husband and i were kind of getting into it all the time about it and i just kind of was like okay we're caught up so let me just try to keep up on this and i have made a concerted effort to keep my dishwasher loaded so what is really cool about that is everyone in my house has appreciated that plus i've appreciated it because every time i saw those dishes you know what i would be thinking is like oh my life is so hard. I always have dishes, you know, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> Overwhelming, like they just never end. The, the never-ending dishes, just I can't. Just it was just like a visual reminder of like mm-hmm. I can never get on top of life. It's always piling right. up on me, and so it's the most amazing thing to see my kitchen counter clean and be like. I can do this. I can be on top of my life and not be overwhelmed and and stay on top of things. And it can look nice and feel good. And, and the other thing that kind of led me to that was we have this beautiful new home. We've been in it for a year now. And I had to point out to everybody that we are not respecting our beautiful home, right? You know, making it stay beautiful. It's getting, you know, messy and cluttered and the drawers were getting cluttered and things like that. And so I'm back in that mode of spring cleaning and clearing out again, you know. Right.
1: Um, I love what you said about how how that made you feel when the dishes were piled up because I think that's so true is that it was almost like a figurative representation of your life. And yeah. then when you turned that around and you got a grip on it, now that makes you feel empowered. Yes. That's it does. That's so good. That's it's so amazing. good. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. And then you start to think, I don't know about you, but when I accomplish something or get on top of something that I've struggled with and I feel like it's really a new habit and I thought, like, look at what I can do. Like, I didn't know that I could really ever get a grip on this. Yeah. I then start to go, okay, what else can I do? If I can do this, what else can I do? Something, especially when you've struggled with it for years, you're like, I can never, I'll never be good at this. You kind of accept it. Right. Right this is just me. Take it as it, take, take me as I am. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's yeah.
0: like those things that you tolerate, mm-hmm. but they are not things that you really want. Like I never wanted to have a dirty kiss, right. and it never made me feel good. And so I was tolerating it because mm-hmm. it felt like I just never took that time to get on top of it and then draw that line in the sand and be like, okay, this is it. I'm going to stay on standard. top of it. Right. Yeah, and is- I'll, I'll keep you guys up to date because I really want to be able to tell you in six months from now that, yeah, now all it's I clean. do all the time is keep my kitchen clean. And it's hard because I'm home during the day and dishes right. are piling up continually. Right. And of course in the summer when the kids are home. So, but I've noticed the, when I'm
1: better at it, then the kids will follow suit. Yes. And, yep. and it definitely makes such a difference. So I think what you said, you said something that really struck a note with me. I think that Everyone wants to do better. And we are all always passing judgment on people all the time. Like, oh my gosh, why doesn't she do something about that? Or why doesn't he do something about that? Well, they want to, we all want to, but we haven't quite figured out how to do it. Mm -hmm. And that's the whole thing. That's the whole self-awareness. And that's the whole growth process is like you, you improve. You improve on these things a little bit at a time. And, you know, every once in a while you just do something amazing and you're like, oh, I'm I just learned something new. I got better. Yeah. And
0: so last week in our productivity talk that just released, we talked about completing things. Mm -hmm. And one thing that I've had to recognize, there is a saying that says how you do one thing is how you do all things. Mm. And I speak that truth to people and I know it logically Right. But to live that out, to really take ownership of it has been like a whole other thing. But yeah. what I realized is something as simple as how I'm handling my kitchen mm-hmm. and dealing with that daily stress is going to be a reflection of how I handle other things in my life. And right. and then that completion of that too, and how important it is to complete that and going back to some of the things that I have not
1: completed and
0: completing them so that they can work for me
1: I mean, instead of. <laughs> this is so good. No, I mean, yeah. True, because I, when you said that, I was like, you know, go all the way, go all the way through. Yeah. You know, like I think the same thing when I'm doing the dishes, it's like, okay, don't, And I look around, I'm like, ah, i leave that right there. But just do it. Why not just do it all? Why not just yeah. do thing? I have
0: to say, I even cleaned my counters. Now, this is amazing for me. <laughs> and this is something I don't do. So today, I I, I was preparing some steaks to marinate, and I salt and peppered them. And you know how mm-hmm. it always, like, oversprays? And of it was course. on my gas right. stove, and I looked <laughs> at it, and I was – and normally, I would just, like, ignore it, right? right. Like, oh, oh Like, well. I didn't I did see it. that. <laughs> But what I chose to do is wipe it up. And I was
1: so proud of myself because I'm like, look at me like wiping right. up a mess. <laughs> like this yeah. is huge, huge yeah. step here, Corey. Huge. Yeah. Well, it's way easier to keep up with stuff than it is to catch up with
0: stuff. Oh yes. And my husband always tells me that, but it irritates me when he tells me because
1: but you don't want to hear it. You don't want somebody you <laughs> want to come to that realization on your own. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, because
0: There are different personalities in play here, and some people are completers by nature and some people are neat and they do things by nature. And those of us like me, I know I'm not that way. It takes, and I try to tell him this and he does not respect it, but it's true. It takes Mm -hmm. 10 times the effort for me to complete Mm -hmm. something, to finish something, to do something exactly right instead of halfway because I'm not a structured person by nature. And, and I have Built habits over my life of not doing things that detailed or that precise, like what right. comes natural to him. So I try to always right. point that out to him. So we need to keep right. that in mind. That we need to understand that it's not that we can't do it. We have a disposition that might make it a little bit more difficult for us, but we can overcome ourselves. I course, I'm a prime right. example of that because I right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> do a lot of things in spite of who I am. Absolutely. But, um. You so anything. you can you can change anything you can do anything, you can overcome. I mean, I really think that, but you're right. People have, people are, personality-wise, some people are very organized, some people are very messy. Some people love to go all the way through and some people like to start, I mean, it's it's okay. I think that self-awareness, like you said, yeah. understanding that about yourself and going, okay, I'm gonna do different. Yeah. When and yeah,
0: definitely it? recognizing that I'm quick to start and then slow, slower to finish sometimes, but I have been getting better and better at about going back and crossing my T's and dotting my I's. Cause literally even when I write, <laughs> I have to force myself to do that. <laughs> it's a true thing. This is how you do one thing, right. is how you do all things. It is That's the a truth. great point. Yeah. It is the truth. So what about less time wasters? Mm-hmm. So that we can make more priorities. Mm -hmm. And so what are some of those time wasters? And then we'll kind of talk about the things that we could be doing instead
1: of the time wasters. Yeah. I think, you know, gosh, I think we can all hear our mothers or a teacher or a grandmother, somebody in our head saying, use your time wisely. You should use (laughs) your time wisely. I I hear myself telling myself that, you know, when I'm being lazy or when I'm wasting time or whatever. And. I think one of the hardest things for me and probably for other people too, is most of us are better under pressure. So mm-hmm. like you said, you're having company. It's amazing how well you do when you're under pressure, Somebody's going to see your house and you suddenly get the energy out of nowhere <laughs> to clean everything up. Yeah. So, why couldn't you have just done that all along? Yeah. Because you weren't using your time wisely. Mm-hmm. So I've had to learn that habit myself because it didn't come naturally for me. I'm, I'm not that much of a procrastinator, but if it's something that I don't want to do, I am. So I'm very good with certain things that I I like to clean. I like to organize. I like to exercise. So I don't procrastinate about everything, Mm -hmm. but the things that I don't want to do that I procrastinate about. So kind of forcing myself to do those things is really more efficient. And I usually feel better. So there's a reward there with that sense of accomplishment. Mm -hmm. But of course you have more time because you didn't wait till your laundry was, you know, 10 feet high to take care of it. And then you have an opportunity to do something fun and you're bombarded with chores or whatever. So I think it definitely creates time to be a little bit more proactive and use your time wisely.
0: Yeah. So if we aren't wasting our time doing, not saying that we can't do some of those things that are kind of just mindless. I think we need yeah, some course. things like, so let's think yeah. about what are the time wasters like TV? Right. Yeah. Talking <laughs> at the office, talking to friends, talking to- So we can have TV, we can have social media, we can have Mm -hmm. conversations, Mm -hmm. we can have, like, what else is wasting time?
1: Um, You you know, Facebook, scrolling, um, just mindless, mindless behavior is what I call it, you know, shopping. um, I waste huge amounts of time creating things sometimes for work. So it's like, I have, I'm very hard headed. So I'll have something that I want to do. And then I realized like, if I don't put a time block on it, I will spend hours working on one thing and I will get nothing else done. I've realized like, for me, that's a time waster because what, what happens is, if I put it down and come back to it, I usually get right back. I usually get in the groove and I get it done, but I tend to like push myself past my kind of creative moment. And then I'm just like forcing it.
0: Yeah. It's almost it's like, like you done. just are determined to like finish what you started. Yeah, like,
1: No, I'm going to get this. So done that right you girl. won't
0: have wasted all your time. <laughs> so yeah, you'll continue to waste time because you don't yeah. want to waste the time that you already invested. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, exactly. I've done that. Yeah so many times, totally relate yeah. to that. But I think that how we can um, handle this a little bit better is if we just give ourselves time limits. So right. we can say, I will allow myself to scroll like when I, whatever it is. I mean, some people are saying, don't touch your social media when you first get out of bed because it kind of sets a wrong tone for your day. So do something okay. better, more productive. Right. But whatever whenever you choose to scroll like when is it going to be i mean honestly like in the bathroom or is it going to be you know when you're standing in line or waiting for your kid to come out or sometime that's really a wasted amount of time that you can allow yourself that time to do it or tv like i can allow myself like a program and i i notice though if i watch too much tv i will get depressed Mm -hmm. and it will make me feel like just icky yeah. But there are some programs that are very inspiring to me. So I wouldn't exactly. limit myself like watching Shark Tank or what I found out last night is and reminded me is I got, you know how you like click a video and then it'll do a suggested video and then you just right. get down this rabbit hole exactly. of videos. Exactly. But, You're like, what, how did this happen? Yes, how did this hour pass? <laughs> yeah. Um, but it was a good thing for me to recognize that I love Ellen. Every time I watch the little clips from the Ellen show, it makes me laugh. I love her heart. Like I just, I adore like what she kind of stands for and that she's a neighbor and she's good humored and she loves to dance and have fun. And I realized that I need more of that kind of in my life and being a, a watcher of Ellen could be like a good thing for me because absolutely. And, and Jimmy Fallon, too. A lot of times when I catch little things with him, he just makes me happy. Mm-hmm. He's funny. There's also on, um, I followed it on Facebook. It's called Dry Bar Humor. Uh-huh. And it's like clean humor because I don't really like comedians a lot of times because they're just so foul that I just can't even relate. Yeah. Yeah. But the Dry Bar Humor on Facebook is really good, funny humor. And you know what else I love? that I don't think is really a time waster because it makes me so happy is I love like pets doing right. weird things like right. cat right. videos or dog videos or, right. or like a poodle dressed up in a dress, like walking. Right. Like it <laughs> makes right. me so happy. My husband always right. sends me these and it's ridiculous.
1: Right. And I know I, some I people show my kids stuff all the time. I'm like, you have to see this, you know?
0: Yeah. I love, lo- it makes me happy. I don't know why. I know it's weird. Some people hate when dogs are in costumes or whatever, but they make me happy. So I think that we can find and figure out what is good for us in social and TV and what is giving life to us and what is sucking life from us. And just like you were saying about the task, like if you just get drawn into something, I'm somebody who, even though I'm not a completer, if I start watching like a reality TV or something, I start watching it. I want to finish it. I want to know how it ends. I'm I'm a how it ends person. I want a completion right. of the process. Right. So um, I have to be careful to not let myself get sucked into things just because I need to know how it ends. Sometimes I have to just tell myself, it doesn't matter.
1: <laughs> it does not matter. Let it go. It's okay. Yes. Yeah, I know. Yes. Yeah, you're not alone.
0: But when we can get rid of the time wasters, then what would you say are some of the things that we should be prioritizing that maybe we are
1: not prioritizing that we could fill that wasted time with exercise would be at the top of my list. I was just thinking yesterday, like I could have totally done some pushups last night or something more productive than lay on the couch, like a potato. And, and I mean, it's absolutely okay to have those times and have those moments, but none of us move enough. I mean, that's a fact. Very, very few of us actually move enough. So I think even just going for a little walk or, using your evening instead of eating and just kind of flopping down. Because what happens to me is I'm tired.
0: So Mm
1: -hmm. that's when I get lost, what I call lost in the scroll on Facebook. And I'm literally just an hour or so, is just like I'm stuck because Mm -hmm. I'm tired, mentally tired. So those are the times I think I could be a little bit more intentional about how I'm spending my time. I will get up and do chores though sometimes. It's like, okay, don't just be lazy clean the kitchen because in the morning you'll be glad you clean the kitchen Mm -hmm. Um, throw a load of laundry in or run the vacuum or do something so that way I don't feel like my weekend is consumed with housework yeah spend 20 or 30 minutes you know or just spend some time with your kids I mean I have the best conversations with my son you know but if I'm on the couch lost in my phone I'm probably not going to get up yeah you know, and I, I feel sad sometimes. Like, I feel like I haven't seen you. You know, I'll go in his room. I feel like I haven't seen you or it's my own fault because I'm just engaged with something else. So Absolutely. I think we can just be a little bit more. The evening time is when I struggle with it the most. The, the morning I'm on track with everything and I'm just ready and excited and I've got my workout in and I'm eating right. And as the day progresses, I kind of just, you know, crash and burn a little bit. And I, I think a lot of people do. Yeah. Get a little bit more complacent when you're tired. Yeah. And um, just to to think a little bit more about how do you want to spend your evening?
0: Yeah. I, I mean, so that's what I was thinking when you were saying that is like having a plan. So mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. one thing
0: that I kind of, when we first, in the beginning, when I talked about us trying to fill that kind of hole that we have with more, but what I realized is that I didn't really even know what I could do instead. I didn't have any kind of a plan. I'm going to always go back to the thing that I've always done. Right. Because I don't have a plan. We were even talking about finances a little bit. And I think that would be a good conversation for us to have at some point too, about money and and things like that. But you were talking about finances and you were talking about it, you know, to gain wealth, you can't continue to do the things that you've always done that have kept you, you know, just comfortable. Right. And it's true, but the problem is, is we don't have the plan to replace the things that we've always done. And so I literally started asking my kids and they were all kind of laughing at me, but I was serious. Like, I'm like, I need to know what are some other things that I could be doing instead of the things that I, I even want to do because they're habits. Like Shopping, spending money, eating out. I mean, we can go and drop $200 in an afternoon like nothing. We are so good at spending money, so efficient at it. And I know that that is not what I need to be doing. I want to make money. I don't want to be spending all my money.
1: I was going to say, you know, reading is something last year. I hadn't been, I hadn't read something that was non business or wasn't self help or wasn't something self awareness in so long. I actually went to the library and just got. A few books read, and I was like, "This is amazing. Like I love this story. So you know, even reading is so much more healthy than just it doesn't cost anything. And that was something you know, I was like realizing the same thing, like I can't shop shopping and eating are not good hobbies. they're not no they're not hobbies in my bed. And that Those makes me crying. a little sad, Corey. Yeah, it does me too, because I was like, but this is what I love to do the most. So yes. if I'm not spending money or eating, well, what else am I going to be doing?
0: Yeah, that's exactly, I was like, my life is terrible. Empty. If I don't have money, my life is empty because I cannot eat or shop. Right. <laughs> um, right. So, uh, yeah. but it's true. It is true. So um, a couple of things that we could prioritize um, rather than those time wasters that I had kind of made a little list about just getting outside more, playing outside, Mm -hmm. hiking, biking, walking, picnics. So obviously we're getting into that spring and summer season. So perfect time for us to get out and about and be doing things. Bonfires with our friends or creating one where you just bring people over. And we have friends that every Friday night they're having something at their house. So it, it's, it's just great conversation and fun and just peaceful to just sit around the fire and games and puzzles and reading and something else is uh town events, like really getting out the town calendars of where you live nearby. And these towns put on great free things or very inexpensive. I feel activities.
1: like I hear about stuff after and I'm like, how come I didn't know about that? Well, because I didn't look it up. You know, I didn't, I didn't make any effort to plan to attend any of these things. So I agree. There are so many free things going on. Like there's no excuse for, I mean, there's parades and uh, there's just farmer's markets. There's all kinds of stuff that you could participate in and you really need to be engaged and pay attention. Yeah. And you can attend some of these things and get out of the house and again, free yeah free. so yeah totally free it's it's amazing and then this is one
0: thing that I've always wanted to do that I haven't implemented but I think it would I kind of have done it here and there with different friends but I never have been a host hosting it regularly myself but I've had this idea to do these theme dinners mm-hmm. where everybody brings something from the theme so mm-hmm. you're all kind of sharing and um, it could be all main courses or whatever you can assign people but like pick you know. Spanish theme, Italian theme, Moroccan theme, and then kind of have, like, the music that kind of goes with it. Maybe you can even dress like it. Somebody has to find out some facts about it, and you kind of have conversations around it, kind of, like, history mm-hmm. kind of things. But I always thought that would be really fun, and something cheap and cheerful, you know, right. and right. connecting Everybody has with to
1: eat. Everybody's bringing a dish, so it's not yeah. like it's a big burden for anyone. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I always thought something like that. So yeah, that's
0: not really under, like, priorities, but... I guess I just was thinking of what are some things that we could be doing more of that would be more, right. Fulfilling. More life, more, yes. more living fully. Yes. All right. So I love this one. Less work mm-hmm. and more passions. Yes.
1: Yes, absolutely. I was just thinking, you know, earlier, like we all work so we all work too much. I, I struggle with that because I love my work. Mm-hmm. And I really love my Inspire label and I, I'm, I love creating marketing pieces and I fall prayed to out a lot on the, on the evenings and the weekends. Like it's kind of crosses over into hobby-ish because I don't know what else to do. Sometimes I'm like yeah. a little bit of a workaholic. And I think that's true of most entrepreneurs because you're kind of like one all the time, you know, you're, you're always thinking and you're always thinking about how to grow business and how to, how to get your name out there. So I have to, I had to really teach myself how to not work. Like, just stop. This is not work time. You've worked all day. Yeah. So it's now seven o'clock. So I have to intentionally look for something to watch or do something else. Again, intentional. And the reading thing, I really need to get back to that because I really, I don't know about you, but I love to be in a book, but I don't like to start a book. To force myself to find a book and start a book. And I tell myself, you'll be thankful you're in a book. And two yeah. or three days, you'll be thankful you're in a book. In fact, the last time we had a hurricane, I was in a book. I was so <laughs> proud of myself because the power was out. And I was sitting there happily reading for hours. Yeah. Yeah. I had to charge my phone. I went to the car. I took my book with me and I was so thankful I had a book because, I mean, there wasn't anything else to do. I mean, my son slept through a good amount of it. He was, it was quite impressive how how much he was able to sleep.
0: <laughs> I always would bring a book with me on vacation, right? Because
1: it's like, hey, I'm going to read
0: and a pleasure book because I'm like you. I am always learning and growing and I don't like to waste my time on always giving myself pleasurable things, even though that's what I need. And so remembering that we've talked about this before, living every day like you do when you're on vacation. So mm-hmm. implementing things that you do on vacation, like reading a book, uh-huh. reading a magazine uh-huh. into your life, because that can be very pleasurable. And so my husband has a, a hobby that he collects Lego. And he started When we moved here, we created a a Lego room. It's his office. We're not allowed to call it the Lego room, but it is incredible. It's full of all kinds of amazing Legos. And he has an incredible collection. And he started interacting with the collection by creating an Instagram where he takes pictures of it. And this has been the most amazing thing because at around the same time that he got his Lego collection really out and started building it intentionally, Mm -hmm. he also had a really demanding job. And the position was just picking a lot out of him mentally and everything. So this was wonderful because he could come home and he could stop thinking about work and he could involve himself in something he's passionate about that he enjoys that we need to remember about our passions is it's things that we can do without any effort where time passes and you don't even recognize it because you do enjoy it. Mm -hmm. So One of the things that I actually am passionate about and I do enjoy is organizing. And you've Mm -hmm. talked about that for yourself too. Now I don't like cleaning Mm -hmm. so much, but I I like things clean. I would like somebody else to clean them for me, but I I like to organize like I can spend hours redoing my closet or somebody else's. I've done that for a lot of other people for free. I enjoy it and it's a way that I can give to somebody else and serve them and mm-hmm. so I always tell people like, there's a lot of things I don't like doing, but if you need organization, I'm, I'm your girl, I'll help right. you because right. it, bo- it doesn't bother me. So thinking about things that we enjoy doing where the time passes, that it feels effortless. It's a lot of times in alignment with our strengths. I love to put things in their rightful place, help things be aligned. Mm-hmm. And so it just kind of is something that I like to do.
1: Yeah, I agree. I think that for me, the passion thing, I totally get that. I like to craft. That's when I feel like I lose time. And the struggle is that it costs money. It's like, ah. you know, okay, how much is this going to cost? I'm not saying it's not worth it, but it's hard to find some things that are free passions. <laughs> free and, and, and even just reasonable. Just reasonable is is fine. Yeah. Um, and My then- daughter started lettering. And so there was an initial investment of some
0: paper and pens, but That's that is, is not too expensive. Mm-hmm. So I think that...
1: And that's the thing too, because
0: my husband's hobby is expensive.
1: You know, I mean, my dad has hobbies and he has expensive hobbies and that's how he likes to spend his money. So I don't see an issue with that. I'm just trying to save money. So it's like not a good time to, to be pursuing expensive hobbies, but yeah. So then that's when we get back to the outside Mm -hmm. hobbies. Yeah. Uh, The exercise, the hiking, the biking,
0: the, the walks, the, and then how we were saying conversations can be time wasters, but we can have intentional time where we just go on long leisurely walk with a friend or go out to, you know, just ice cream with a friend, but then enjoy a really great conversation with them or something. Yeah, absolutely.
1: And, and, you know, I've, I've thought about that too, you know, girlfriends that I can reach out to or people that I need to catch up with and they like it too. It's like, let's plan some time. Let's do something. Even if we're just talking, even if we just have a glass of wine and talk. And I mean, that is very that is, to me, very important, very precious to me, to yeah. spend that time with people that I care about, that if you don't make those times, it doesn't happen.
0: Yeah. One thing that we used to do, we called it Karaoke Tuesday, mm-hmm. and I always love mm-hmm. to sing. When I start to sing and we're doing the karaoke and stuff, it just, it makes me happy, so my friend used to come over every Tuesday and we would do karaoke Tuesday. It mm-hmm. so was kind of a free activity, but right. I was thinking that one thing that you and I have in common that we both like to do is I love to dance.
1: Yeah. And so that is something that, you know, we could do. Yeah. And you know, I do that a lot. I do just turn on the music a lot because it's dancing is free. We don't do it enough. Yeah. It makes you feel good. You burn calories. Yeah. Like, it's all good. I've, I've made an effort. I do make an effort to turn on the music more. And, you know, my son, I mean, my kids enjoy it too. Like, even if it's not in the same room as them, you know, my son will come out and we'll start talking about music or he'll start sharing a song with me and I'll share a song with him and it's fun and it's healthy and it's way better than just being lost on your phone. You know, yes. Music is very, I'm very passionate about music and music is very mind expanding to me and there's so much different music. Yeah. It, ridiculous I like to sing also so we have that in common yeah and my kids accuse me of knowing every song every lyric and I'm it's (laughs)
0: that's awesome I cannot say that like literally even songs that I love if I don't have the words on the karaoke thing I cannot sing them I do not remember lyrics but I do love to sing and I used to make up my own songs when I was young and stuff and it's something that I I kind of lost touch with. So this is what maybe a lot of people listening might resonate with is that we stop doing the things that make us feel good and we just get so serious. And I used to be the most funnest. What do you say? Instead of funnest, you say the most fun fun (laughs) person. Like (laughs) I was always, I have great ideas of things to do. Matter of fact, even my children still will ask me, my girls will be like, mom, what should we do for fun? Because I'm a great idea person. And Uh so, and I was fun and I was silly and I have gotten so freaking serious over the years yeah. and there's a few people in my life that bring out that silly side of me but it's like I'm not allowing myself to enjoy and have fun because it's like I have so many things that I need to do and accomplish and if I don't do that it's, it's that works of important. the flesh
1: it's that works of the flesh I I was talking yeah. to you about that well maybe the first time we talked it was like where do you get your val- where do you get your sense of worth from mm. is it be- is it coming from your sense of accomplishment or do you truly feel valuable whether you're working or not? Right. Yeah. Absolutely.
0: I struggle with that. Mm-hmm. In the Indiogram, which is a personality thing, I, there is one that is a performer, which I believe is a three. I think mm-hmm. is a performer. And I thought that that's who I was, but I'm actually a helper. But I have tendencies to be a performer mm-hmm. in that I feel like I need to add value to every situation in order to be worthy and i think a lot of people struggle with those kinds of things oh um,
1: yeah. yeah yeah i definitely do also you know it's like you have to feel like i have to feel like i'm doing something if i'm not doing anything then what am i doing <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah and it's then we've talked about we value productivity and all of that we've talked about that yeah. but i think there's a balance to be had i i definitely i have been talking about having more fun For years now and not really doing much about implementing that into my life and still finding myself like you were saying working all hours of the night because I do enjoy the work as well but I need to have mindless fun fulfilling fun sometimes and I need to have that more I think this is
1: a perfect time of year that I get really motivated to have more fun. We don't get lost a lot as adults, we don't lose ourselves in play like children do. And yeah. it, it, I can relate. I mean, there's been times where I'm like been to the beach or been somewhere and you just absolutely got lost. And it's like, Oh my gosh, I forgot what that felt like.
0: Yeah, it is really fun. So um, we went on a vacation, my husband and I with our friends, Tara and Nick, and we went to Padre Island mm-hmm. and we, they laughed at me at first, but I was like, let's build a, a sand sculpture. Mm-hmm. And so we built a mermaid and, uh-huh. um, a mermaid's, and then we got really into it. And so then we built a merman and uh-huh. um, it was so fun and cool. And we just had the best time for hours just playing in the sand. And it was amazing. And I think that is a great example of times that I've played that I really enjoyed it because if somebody were to say, you should play more, actually it was in a conference I was at and they were like, how do you play? When's the last time you played? And I literally was like, I don't play and then i was like wait a second is shopping considered play <laughs> i was like
1: and they told me it could be so i was like okay then i, I play every day <laughs> for adult women shopping is absolutely play it's retail that's why it's called retail therapy you get lost that's our yeah. version yeah,
0: yeah it, it does feel really good to me it does feel playful yeah. and exciting and things to me but I truly can shop around at like a thrift store or even garage sales. I don't need to be spending a ton of money to enjoy my shop. Yeah, same
1: way. I'm having so much fun. Like it's yeah. even more fun if I got it for $3. Oh, yeah.
0: Oh, well, there's a 99 cent section of the, the art back here or no, the Goodwill. Right. And I will be happily digging through those boxes like ridiculous and my husband doesn't get it all. He hardly will step into it through a story, hates it. But I, if I get to dig, it's even better. And so yeah. at garage sales where most people, if there's boxes, they won't dig. Oh, I'm happily over there digging. And there's sometimes it is gross. But if you hunt. find the treasure, it's totally yeah. worth it. Yeah. So Treasure hunt. <laughs> it's crazy. so fun to me. We'll rename it. I guess, what? How? what do you think when we're talking about just less is more. What are some of the things that we haven't brought up? Is there anything you can think of that we haven't brought up that we need less of yeah,
1: less worry, Ooh, less yeah. Concern, less seriousness. I mean, honestly, I know myself, I take things way too seriously all the mm-hmm. time. I mean, just, it's not, it's not that serious. It's not. And the worry is pointless. Absolutely. hundred percent pointless. All it does is, all it does is confine you sort of your thoughts. You're like in this little jail because you're worried about something all day that usually works itself out. If it doesn't work itself out, it doesn't matter because it's out of your control. So if, you can't, right. so you know, if you're going to do something about it, that's fine. Do something positive about it. But I come from a long line of worriers. So I had to learn how to not worry. I really had to like give it up as a habit. And I mean, I'm far from perfect, but I do really, I have done much, much better with it. And people say, Oh, I know. I just worry. And I'm like, well, don't. Yeah. Stop. Just don't. I'm just going to worry. And no, you're not going to, you don't have to. Right. It's like people have just accepted that as the norm. Well, it's like, how is that worrying make you feel? It's not making you feel good. It's not
0: solving any of the problems. And I read a thing that said, 97% 97% of the things that you worry about never come to pass. They actually have done studies on this. Yes. 97%. Yes. So then we're just wasting all that time and energy, building these nightmares in our head of what could happen. And instead of using that same energy to, to dream about what we
1: want or think about what you
0: would like to happen. And being more
1: intentional with your thoughts. And And that's the thing is like, you don't realize how much of your energy you're putting towards things. So you have to really become more aware of your thought process. And I know one thing for me that really works is saying things out loud. So, you know, affirmations, like I told you, I had to have a a talk with myself earlier because I was really getting discouraged. And I was like, I'm not doing that. That's stupid. I'm not going to ruin my day. It's a beautiful day. I went to the gym. I feel great. I've had lunch. I mean, I'm not going to ruin the rest of my day getting sucked into this thing that I've created for myself. Like, yeah. everything's fine. Yeah. It's just a state of mind. And if you can pick up on those things that you do to yourself and, and, and say it out loud. I mean, that's what I told myself. I was like, no, I'm not doing this. no, no. No. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. So there's
0: things that we can do instead of worrying, even though those are habits that we just get comfortable with. Like, this is what I do when this happens, I'm triggered and I worry. And, and instead of doing that, we can do things to kind of break up the, the habit of like turning on music or focusing on gratitude or going out in the sun and taking a walk or exercising, things like that in an instant can help change change the dynamic of what your thoughts are and how you're feeling about something. I love that tactic of writing down when you're overwhelmed or worried about something, writing everything down and just kind of getting it all out so that your mind can be released from it because right. it's trying to solve a problem for you. Of course, you're right? It, you're telling your brain it's important to you. And so it's going to just keep rolling it around. And we have to remember that worry and that negative energy of worry makes you sick. Yeah. And, and so we can't do that to our bodies. We have to learn to get it out. And I love how you're bringing up this whole thing of journaling a lot. Mm -hmm. And you just said you created something with some journaling prompts on it. And I just think that's so great because that is not really a habit that I'm fully into with the pen and paper journaling, but I make a lot of notes in my phone. And I just find that when I either pick up my phone and I make notes in it, or the times that I have taken pen to paper and written things out, it just helps tremendously.
1: Oh my gosh. I would be completely lost and without my journal. In fact, the other day, spirals were on sale. So I was so <laughs> excited. That's what I use. And I was like, oh, oh, they have no idea who they're dealing with. So I bought a whole bunch of them. But like this morning, I had a very easy morning and I journaled probably three or four pages of just, it's just me thinking about where I'm going. And I was thinking about what you said about the margins because i that's where my margins are. And a lot of times I'm thinking I'm not busy enough. I need to be busy, but actually it's better to have some time Because the time that I have is when I think about what direction I'm going and how to align myself with where I want to go instead of just staying busy and then five years from now going, how did I get here? Right. Well, the time that I have right now is being used to propel myself in the direction that I want to go intentionally instead of just letting things happen. Yeah. Yeah. but yeah, I journaled a ton this morning and I journaled and I journaled and I journaled because I was feeling a little, dis- I was feeling a little discouraged this morning. So I had to kind of like talk myself out of that. The thing that encouraged me was I was thinking when I started looking at kind of like my midterm goals that made me feel a little more encouraged because I was like, okay, I can do this in five years. Yeah. And it, that made it feel more real yeah. instead of like, I can't do it right now because it's not going to happen right now. It's not yeah. possible it's, it's not that it's not possible. It's unlikely. So Mm -hmm. that was discouraging to me that it's going to be a long time before things really turn around financially, because I have a lot of work to do. It's kind of like, um, I equate it to, you know, eating badly your whole life and having a hundred pounds to lose. Well, you're not going to overcome that in a couple of days.
0: Right. And it took you that long to get there.
1: Yeah, you've been doing the wrong time. thing for your entire life. Mm-hmm. And now you're going to do different. So yeah. that's going to take some time and yeah. that's okay. But it's like, nobody wants to spend the time, you know? So, and and you do get discouraged because you're looking at how long this could pos- potentially take. <laughs> yeah. yeah, totally. I, I agree with that.
0: That's why a lot of people say it's good to look at, things from a five-year goal and then mm-hmm. work backwards from the five-year goal to get down to what do you need to do today to keep right. you in alignment with that five-year goal so you could just focus on that tiny little step today and one thing that I started doing and this is a little bit off subject but it's really helped it's it's a way I journal I guess mm-hmm is that I started making a list of every day what I did for that day that I feel good about, that I feel like was a positive thing that I did, that I took care of, because I was feeling really frustrated that I wasn't doing enough, right? Right.
1: That's part of my 30-day focus. That's that's part of that program.
0: Oh, very cool. Your camp? Yeah. Your camp program. I'm super excited for you to get that out and available for people to buy or Mm -hmm. enroll in. And for me to go through it myself, I'm sure that it's gonna be very helpful because that just doing that really and then it also was a good check in for me. And like I said, this is my way of journaling, I guess is it was a good check in for me to be like, Oh, okay, I don't have as many things to put on the list today. And so then I had to dig even a little deeper and be like, okay, okay, maybe I didn't do the surface things of like, oh, moving my business forward, but what did I do for me? What did I do for the family? What did I do that maybe was taking care of something that needed to be taken care of? And I I was really giving myself credit for um, those other things too, and it felt really good. And it also was a good check-in for me to be like, okay, well, I can't have many days like this where I don't move my business forward because that's not going to work either. I need to be consistent with, with doing that as well. And then I, I realized that the journaling thing, kind of like when I made that list of fun things I could do instead of shopping and eating, um,
1: you know, that was kind of like journaling. And there, uh, that's so important. I think what you're saying, because there's no wrong way to journal. So maybe you do want to just make lists, or maybe you do want to make notes in your phone, or maybe you write things down my 30 day processes on paper with Sharpie, you know, so that was what was working for me. So it is journaling, like, however you're expressing yourself is working for you, then that's great.
0: So that's something that we could do more of is having those check-in times and time to really listen to ourselves. I actually was listening to somebody and they were, they were talking about like divine breadcrumbs, they called it. I really liked what she was saying in that, what is one thing that you could do to make sure that you're not missing that? And it was about listening to yourself, Mm -hmm. listening. And really, you know, obviously when we're listening, we're listening to God and That is the thing that we're not doing. We're so busy filling our mind with things of this world. We're so busy with the worry in our own heads. We're so busy with the chatter, the negative chatter that's going on, that we're not allowing ourselves to download things from God and to get clear with what we're even thinking, what's
1: right for us so that we can honor ourselves. We're so busy doing what we think we should be doing. Yeah. And you really don't know. Yeah. You really don't know. I was listening to, I don't know, some YouTube list top Oprah's top 10 things for successful people, or I don't know, some random thing that I'd pop, you know, clicked on. And one of the things she said that was most profound to me was, um, when you, when you are up against a wall or you're, you're kind of stuck, you know, we all reach those moments where we're like, Hmm, what am I supposed to do? She said, your job is to be still. And wait for God to show you what the next right thing to do is. Yeah. So taking action is important, but it's not always what you need to be doing. Yeah, that's so
0: true because um, I don't know if you've ever listened to Abraham.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. As soon as you said it, I was like, that sounds Yeah,
0: Abraham. Hicks. So my friend got me listening to some of her stuff. And um, I just really appreciated this thing that she said about we always want to be rowing upstream. And so when it feels hard, we think that we're making progress somehow, but actually how it should feel is what it would feel like to be going with the current and to let the current be pushing you. And I believe that when we're in alignment with what God wants for us, Mm -hmm. his plan and, and his peace and we're doing what is in alignment with his truth, then that's how life should feel. Right. But it's our human nature and what we think we
1: should be doing that always is making us row upstream. Right. Tell yourself all these lies about I've not done enough and I'm not working hard enough and I'm not taking enough action and this isn't going to happen because I didn't do what I was supposed to do, blah, blah. I mean, it's this constant chatter. It's this constant chatter going on. We need to give ourselves more grace and just relax. Yeah. Relax less
0: hustle and more grace, I guess could be. Yes.
1: Less hustle, more grace. (laughs) That's definitely, that's like, let's write that down in big capital letters and, and just relax. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I'm, I'm already this week just been conscious of realizing when I get into these spaces of, I get a lot accomplished, but I get really burned out because I just not giving myself enough time, downtime and pleasure time. And, Right. Being and laughing and all of that. So I, this, I usually, that happens is I, I work, work, work until I'm like, so burned out. And then I get really tired and then I don't do anything. So I'm trying to not do nothing, but try to just recognize like, okay, you need some, you need you need to renew and right. a little more balance. You're empty. Yeah. You need to feel empowered. And mm-hmm. that's just something I talk about all the time with people that I'm working with and in right. my teaching is stay in an empowered state, do whatever you need to do to stay in an empowered state. Because if you aren't what you called sparkly, if you aren't sparkly, I I call it shining. If you aren't shining, then we can't do anything for anyone else. And so we have to remember that. And we can't just keep going on and on and on and on being empty. And that is that whole thing of like less. If you can edit your life out where that there's less in your life consuming you Making you busy, busy doing nothing, you know, taking all of your energy, then you have more to give and you have more to live. I mean, it's a it's a better way to live.
1: And there's more, you know, the the whole writing things down. I mean, that's a huge thing for me because I'm never done with work. Yeah, I'm never done. You're probably never done either. So when you work for yourself, um, especially in real estate, there's always something I could be working on. There's five or six things I could do around the clock that I could always be improving and I could always be doing, but realizing that made me go, okay. So I started saying, you know, I'm not done with work or work isn't done, but I'm done with it. You know, right now. And then I would write down the things that I had done, you know, what have I accomplished today? Okay. I feel good about that. And now I can unplug. So I had a hard time unplugging and that's how I unplug and it's cumulative cumulative too. You have to remember that these, these little things you do add up over time. So you're not gonna, you don't have to be critical because you didn't have a good Tuesday because yeah. you had a great week. Maybe you had a whole bad week. Oh yeah. But you had a good month. So that's, yeah, a- I, I know love it, that you get better and better at it and you, you make up for it. I have to give myself grace when I work on the weekend because it doesn't feel natural to take a day off, but I worked the weekend so I need it. And yeah. I have to remind myself, I mean, Monday morning, I was like, this is my Sunday, technically. Yeah. I worked all day Saturday. And then I still worked some of Sunday because I was negotiating. So, well, it really wasn't unplugged at yeah. all. So Monday, yeah. I had to give myself some forgiveness to just kind of like, relax. It's okay. You worked. Because I'm always like, I didn't work enough. I didn't work. It's Monday. I can't yeah. I can't stay home. I got to go to work.
0: <laughs> yeah no that's so true that's so true I mean, and I love that of it's that's really it with anything is stop looking at things in their just their parts and look at it as a whole and give yourself grace around that and don't be stressing about what you didn't do today if you've been doing the right thing like don't continue to do the wrong thing and then continue to beat yourself up because that's just torture but self-correcting you know like okay i had a couple of bad days i was kind of in a funk i was on my cycle whatever you know like sometimes that that really messes with us things it messes with us um and it's a real thing and so sometimes we have to just be like, okay, well, I can't keep using that excuse. Mm-hmm. If, if life isn't working, then something needs to give. We need less of something that is consuming right. us. So what changes do I need to make? Right. And, you know, and those are the, the conversations we need to be having with ourselves. Like exactly. if it's continuing on too long, I need to change
1: something. What do I need to change? Right. And I've seen, I've seen posts and I'm sure you have too on, on Facebook about, honestly, the answer to more joy is always less. Mm-hmm. the answer to more peace is always less it's yeah. always less we all have too much stuff we have too many tasks so what do you think it doesn't even add up but yet we're in it going oh my god i don't know why i'm stressed i mean you ask people i do this all the time i'll ask somebody in the hall how are you and they're like oh that's yeah. their response is like it's not even a word it's a noise right? <laughs> that's so expression an and yeah. I'm like, it's sad to me that you feel that unhappy and that stress all the time. That's not okay with me because if that happens over a long period of time, it's like that's gonna lead to a very unhappy life.
0: Yeah, and something does need to change basically, but I just, it made me realize about the whole thing with editing your life. So editing your stuff, editing your budget. So we always want more of things, but instead of focusing on what we want more of, what can we edit out to make life simpler. Now, like we were talking about money, what are the things that we are currently spending money on that we don't need to be spending money on? Like I've had One time I sat down and I canceled all of these auto shipments of things and it Mm -hmm. saved me like $200 in like an hour. I cut $200 out of our budget of things that I didn't necessarily need to be on auto ship or I could just cancel them. And so there's definitely things that we can cut out of our budget. There's things that we can edit out of our life commitments and time suckers. And so I really just challenge everybody listening to really make yourself a list, in your phone or on your journal, whatever. And what can you edit out? What can you edit?
1: Absolutely. And, and you know, spend your time more intentionally and, and forgive yourself when you don't like, you're going to be all over the place sometimes. And that's okay. If you have too much structure, you're not going to be happy either. So you want it, you want it, you want to be productive and you want structure, but you also want to have your goof off time. Yeah. What if
0: we just gave ourselves permission to be like, out of every month, I'm going to give myself this many days, whatever it is for that person, three days, five days, seven days, whatever, that I can have a scratch day. That I can just scratch that day out and it's totally fine. And I've budgeted my time and my producti- my productivity and everything around that, knowing that there's going to be
1: scratch days. That and, and be you different. know, I when I ran myself into the ground, which I mentioned that before, when I came back from that, I had to schedule days off intentionally on my calendar i would line through the whole day off off to where i had i think i was scheduling myself at least three days off you know so the weekend included because i realized i was just overworking myself all the time and i wasn't really consciously making a decision that i wasn't going to work therefore i would end up working because someone would call me and they would say they want to see a house. And I would instantly go, absolutely. And then I'd be working. And then, yeah. you know, so it was like nonstop. So if you don't set some boundaries and you don't decide, like you say, like, how many days am I going to take off a month? How much time am I going to take off for myself? What if, what if you just stayed home and watched movies? The world, yeah. I, I have done that. It's like, it's actually so fun because you feel like you're playing hook. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody else is at the office and you're like, I'm in my dark room and I'm watching TV. I'm doing nothing. And yeah. And I mean, that's why I'm an entrepreneur. Right. That exactly. is supposed to be the reason why we have gone into business for ourselves is so we have more freedom. Exactly. And, and away from ourselves. That's why, that's why I get jealous
0: business. of people who have jobs. Cause I'm like, look at them, like having time off. Like what yeah. the heck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Time i'm always working yeah and so um yeah i i agree yeah it takes a t- it's amazing how just a day of time to yeah. do nothing can it's reset you so i do have a podcast that is about a healthy calendar and i have a healthy calendar checklist that's part of that and it's just like what you were saying is it shows you like scheduling in your date time or quality time with your kids scheduling in me time scheduling in all of those things that are important so you truly have a calendar that if you were to follow it you'd have more balance and Mm. happiness
1: in your life and so i think sometimes we it's just nice to have a template to kind of start from so because they don't teach you any of this stuff about being an adult no they don't teach you this you think that all this stuff is just kind of on autopilot and then you realize the autopilot of the world is, or the Western world anywhere, is work until you drop dead. I mean, that's yeah. honestly where we're rewarded for achievements. We're rewarded for production. We're rewarded for everything. We're, we're not awarded for taking care of ourselves and taking right. care off. Then you're lazy. If you don't come in, they're like, what have you been doing? You know, it's, it's frowned upon when you're not working hard all the time. And it's like this mindset of this mindset we've created for everyone that we have to work all the time. Yeah, but then we're all addicted to watching reality TV of people that have lives that don't
0: seem to have to work, and they just have endless amounts of cash, because we all secretly want to live that life of doing nothing, but then we, it's ridiculous, it's just so backwards, but basically (laughs) we cannot trust our human nature. We need to recognize that we have to work against ourselves, because if we just lean into our human nature, we will destroy ourselves yeah. and we will be of no good to anyone. And so we need to be living our life intentionally. That is the hard part about being somebody who is a follower of Christ, because doing the right things, doing the
1: things that are best for us are the hard things. Yes. So, and you don't have to do what everybody else is doing. You know, I've had to learn that. It's it's what's right for you and what's right for me are complete, two completely that's different true. things. That's true, and uh, you can do whatever you want, but that's not that doesn't work. That's not good for me. That is important. Also, is realizing, kind of coming to that realization of what you need,
0: and that's why we need to journal because right. we need to know what it is that we right. need and want and desire. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, oh my gosh, I just love 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 these chats. I mean, we had yeah. said originally we would definitely do twelve. We'll see at the end. We'll assess and see if we're still having fun. Then who knows? I, I love this. I think. I learned so much from you. I enjoy our chats. I feel so energized um, after being with you. And I hope that our listeners are enjoying it as much
1: as we are. <laughs> so, and, and, you know, I think we both know a lot of these things, but we forget. Yeah.
0: We
1: great reminders for ourselves. So we're talking
0: to ourselves as much yes. as, you know, trying <laughs> <probably> to <laughs> no, you. you better. Yeah. just checking in good reminders. So checking have in. a wonderful day. And Thank we'll you. We, And we'll see you next time about organization. So absolutely.